0: This is the Sports Rundown on 89.5 KQAL. Patrick Rowe, joined by a full panel of guests, we've got the one and only former program director here at KQAL, Mr. Tyler Jeffries. How you doing, Tyler? Fantastic. <laughs> Good answer. All right, we've got the one. We've All got right. the great, the powerful, the one, the Austin Buck Wallert, our chief hockey analyst here at uh, KQAL. Do that hockey. Let's do that hockey. We've got Barry Allen, the Flash, our reg- the degenerate gambler in also studio resident. as well resident degenerate gambler degenerate. My, i'm, I'm already, not a degenerate I don't i've sure already been I don't hitting like that part i've been hitting the brown water too much already <laughs> and we've got and we've got the head football analyst here for what known as state football mr greg off greg are you excited about this weekend coming up last yeah, home game let's close it out let's i know let's, let's, let's be uh, done is that what you want to say swear. Done. Wow.
1: so bad i just want to swear because i know we're just gonna <laughs> blow him out yeah blow him out There's literally not a clean way I can describe how bad it's going to be for them. Last last year, the game at Concordia
2: was miserable. It was like.
1: Oh, it was raining. 32 degrees,
2: raining. The wind was blowing like 40 miles an hour. There was no heat in the press box. Uh, What's it? The Schwenk? What's his first name? Jared. Jared, yeah. So he was the video guy. Yeah. He was the video guy, and they're like, dude, don't even stand up on top of the booth. So he literally just awkwardly like, stood in the back of the radio booth while TJ and I called the games. Literally, it was raining so hard, uh-huh. and the wind was blowing so hard that you couldn't see on the field. It was raining, and it... it, it Everyone just looked miserable.
3: That sounds like the perfect storm, if I've ever heard one.
2: Oh, it was. Oh we were, my it was gosh. a really close game, like we thought, uh oh, we're gonna lose this game and then Javian and Roebuck took one thirty two yards to the house on a screen and yeah. then we pulled away after that. But it was That's an impressive it was, it, was
0: it was pouring this weekend, but Augustana has such nice facilities that we could clearly could, see really the field. Tell, yeah. No, it was fogging up like you know, you like you're it's like down up in, in
2: that little bowl kind of a little yeah, bit. And... It was
0: fogging up like you were hooking up in the back seat when you were sixteen years old in front of the uh, in the glass but other than that like we can see Titanic. pretty much everything
3: that is extremely descriptive. thank you How's very it? much <laughs> everybody i
0: you know i like to paint a picture barry yeah that's that's an what extremely specific doug, scenario doug Westerm- that everybody can be painting yes in their mind doug westerman will be joining us in 15 minutes he'd be proud of us being able to paint Absolutely. a picture all right so uh, today is a significant day in my life because i can have my first beer in about an hour i'm excited about that big two one hip Hip-hop hooray
2: is right. So what do you guys like to do on your birthday? Or maybe even like childhood birthdays, what did you guys like to do? Oh, I was a big pinata guy. Were you? Yeah, I can can distinctively remember, and this is going to probably get way too descriptive, but I had like a Pikachu pinata, and I remember we hung it on my back deck, like underneath Mm -hmm. the pillars, and we were swinging at it, and the one thing I remember from this is not the Pinata breaking. It was my dad running around and chasing my dog because she was eating her own poop in the backyard. That's hilarious. Oh do you know what I? You know what
0: pinatas always make me think of? The Cat in the Hat movie, <laughs> where like Mike Myers like runs up as the cat runs up behind the kid. Greg, you know what I'm talking legendary, about, right? Yeah, now.
1: legendary scene.
0: Great scene. Great yeah. scene. Buck, what do you like to do on your uh, birthdays? Uh, I can only remember I slept
4: through my 12th birthday and that kind of scarred me for life. And then I can't really have pinatas because I got hit with the bat two years in a row. Okay, like <laughs> <you> were, that <laughs> explains so much. You so get, much. We you you gotta like, risk
2: uh, it to get that candy, bro. Like you gotta uh, get in there and, and <laughs> be like ready to go.
4: Was hitting you with the bat? I, I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember exactly no, how they it actually, went There was like by his ankles, and, and were I was hitting like, oh, him. hey look, now just boom." I don't know. <laughs> was it like a
3: wooden bat or one
4: of the no, fake plastic ones? That mat. No, it was a broomstick. I think it was a broomstick, actually. It Probably was. Yeah. It's Barry, hurt.
0: What, what's your birthday's like? There's a big Chuck E. Cheese kid. Yeah, heck Dude, yeah. You can do anything and Chuck e. everything is from park. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I never Chucky went
2: there. Chucky You've Chucky never been to Chuck
0: E. Cheese? cheese? Well, I always went to the off-brand ones. We never went to an that actual
2: Chuck E. Cheese, place? but, like, there was well, there's some some ever, ever talk crap about space aliens I, no, ever again. It.
4: That's the only one I've been to. Sp- St. Cloud, right? Or where is that? Sp-
2: no, there's they're all over the place. There's I haven't been to, like, the There's one in Albertville. That's the one we always go to because it's in my hometown. Fargo, Bismarck. Space aliens is yeah, the bomb. Place, was yeah. Have you guys been to like the adult Chuck E. Cheese, like David?
3: Like David Buster's, Dave and Busters? yeah. David Buster's is heaven.
2: Bro. Is it? You it to looks fun.
3: Never heard of it. Oh, okay.
0: so. you I say Chippendales? That's the <laughs> real <laughs> yeah, adult yeah, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Classic. Greg, what what do you like to do to celebrate? What's your big Sally move?
1: <laughs> I was never a big celebration guy. The one thing no? I could always rely on on my birthday was just getting whatever I wanted for dinner. So That's a big deal. That's always what I looked forward to. Give the most the
0: prototypical of offensive line answer you possibly <laughs> could, Mr. Former Warrior offensive lineman. It's so, like what my pick is? No, I'm just saying that's what it was. It had yeah, to be. What's the meal of
1: choice? It's... Meatloaf and mac and cheese. Meatloaf right. and red mac and, lobster. and cheese. Okay. Red lobster. red lobster. I've gone to Red great.
2: Lobster two out of the last three years on my birthday. I'm a big and I I've get never like been the, to Red Lobster. I get the... Uh, the cheddar biscuits? Like the oh. ultimate feast. It's like lobster, crab legs, scallops, shrimp. Oh. <laughs> shrimp <laughs> so burger, shrimp stew, <laughs> shrimp soup. <laughs>
0: I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, of chicken parm. Chicken parm oh, is a yeah. big like celebration kind of... Like yeah, he, but you
2: can make that at
0: home. That's easy. You gotta if you're gonna No, go out not for if you birthday. make it right. You mm-hmm. can't make it right. Yeah, veal parm is yeah. If, we're, if we're you're okay honest. with eating babies, veal parm is is <laughs> where it is at. All right, big game coming up this weekend. It's the last home game for Winona State football. Tyler, that, what are you point me a piece at? of paper.
2: That's hanging are you, on the wall.
0: Can you give me a second? Yeah, can I introduce no, this segment, please? Thank oh. you very much, Tyler. Good God. you
2: think he's a former radio yeah. professional. I'm really good at derailing this whole show. Thank trail. you very much.
0: All right. So, Winona State taking on Concordia St. Paul this weekend. Winona State taking on what I think everybody in this room can agree is a inferior opponent. So, I think this this game is going to be a good one to summarize kind of what the regular season meant for this Winona State team. Um, and and what are – I'll start with you, Greg. I mean, obviously, we've been on the ride this whole year. What do you think are, are some high points – in low points for the
1: team thus far this year? Well, we'll get the low ones out of the way. Obviously, every loss is a low point. I would say specifically Upper Iowa stunk because we got penalized. The refs really cost us that one more than anything. So that one's thing's probably a little bit more, especially because they are really not a good, you know, not a comparable opponent to us. Who but, was that? Uh, Upper, Iowa. Upper Iowa. No. But uh, the high points the season, I think, really hitting that stride in the middle of the season when we were beating <coughs> just the crap out of the – Kirkstons, the, the the, the northern. Um, that that was really fun to watch some of that, but hopefully we can close it out with another big win uh, this weekend. I'd love to see a blowout, maybe, uh, you know, maybe you know, close it out with a big win. Maybe yeah. we'll see another bowl game. Yeah, yeah. maybe a yeah. you know, that's hard to do though. I that's mean. tough, especially once you know, if back we start up dip, start the, rolling yeah, right. start rolling in.
0: As much as I love Anthony Quinn, when he wasn't prepared to have a, a huge tight end catching a pass over him and they made an adjustment, he had no idea what to do. Yeah, Those kind of things are just going to happen in in those kind of situations, unfortunately. He's a big boy. Anthony Quinn? His neck is like... <laughs> Mike Singletary.
1: He's bigger as round as my waist. Yeah, he's a they big kid. They call him Quadzilla.
0: Yeah, because his legs really? are huge. It's a yeah. good
1: nickname. Yeah, he's got more east It reminds Chogester me of Saquon Barkley, bro. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm telling you, yeah. this guy's just... Saquon's him? thighs
3: are unbelievable. So Tyler, Quazilla. Tyler,
0: you followed this team for a long time. Kind of, you you know more than anybody. Kind of the expectations for this team going into the season, um, with yeah, they're State... supposed to
2: come out like gangbusters. this Yeah. Year. What do you
0: think with with Winona State falling short this season? With but with so many injuries on the offensive and defensive side of the ball, do you think it really is falling short for this team when they lost so many key players throughout the season? Well, oh.
2: I mean, kind of. I mean, they were. They they were, were the, top they, 10 they, they played the closest uh to any team in the playoffs against the eventual national champions last year uh-huh. uh and all last year they battled some bad injuries too Mike Imperiali missed a bunch of time that one yeah. the leader one of the leaders on the defensive side of the ball you had a injuries are gonna happen it's gonna just be that next guy up kind yeah of mentality just, just, which which is tough. I mean, you had a lot more yeah. key injuries to key players this year. A lot. I mean, a lot. A lot. Going
0: into your toughest stretch of the year is my thought. You know, like you've got – you lose Pridgen and Gomez. You might as well just restart your whole defensive game plan without those two yeah. guys on the field. Yeah. You lose Jake, Cam
2: Gavin right away. Then you lose – Jake Blue was, was rough as well. Yeah. I mean, I haven't paid as much attention – Um, later in the season, as I did in the beginning of the season, just being busy with other things and stuff of that sort. But, I mean, you were saying it doesn't look like they're going to make the Mineral Water Bowl, which I think was after the first couple Uh, of losses, maybe they're now saying it's impossible for the Warriors to make the Mineral Water Bowl. But the
1: MIAA might not have the funding to send their team. So it might be a St. Cloud versus Winona Excelsior Springs Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Know that. Watch out. What? Not Whoa. sure when we'll know, but that is a possibility. It just means going to be against two teams that the
2: Warriors didn't even play this year, Correct. right? Because we didn't play Moorhead or St. Cloud this Correct. year. Correct. Right. Correct. Okay. So it'd be
1: interesting, but. Got to love the MIAA. Mm-hmm, same. That's Division II football, of anything. Yeah, but they've have, they've have some good teams. They have yeah. Northwest Missouri, who's uh-huh. like a four, like a seven-time national champion or something yeah. like that. Yeah, they, they have were ranked teams. They've
2: for teams. like two years in a row.
1: They have some like, playoff teams mm. in that conference. So I really, I don't think, I don't know if this is just a tactic to keep the team motivated. I don't know if there's actually still a way they can make it. Yeah, I'm not know. sure
0: either. We'll see. It might play as a deterrent for some players. Also, the Jv and Roebuck injury throughout the year, not ha- you know having to develop Sam Santiago, Lloyd in the offense with Ooh. the running game has been something.
2: You just say who? No, I said who has <laughs> played uh, very well. I thought stepping yeah. in. I mean, TJ and I kind of thought that he was gonna take the biggest step ahead out into of this everybody. Season, yeah, um, him and who was that other running back that was injured most of the year uh, from the, from Blooming Prairie?
1: Darryl.
2: Did you say <laughs> Landon Jacobs. Landon, Landon Yeah. He's still He's hurt. Yeah, Grand Meadow. Watching him play last year when he would run, I mean, he yeah, would he just was, run people over season. and his yards after contact were incredible. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those were the two kind of guys that TJ and I, I think, said at the end of last season at the running back position, which was kind of a carousel of, of four or five different guys, mm-hmm. it seemed like, at some points last year who would take the biggest step. I it was kind of disappointing not to see him obviously th- because of injury mm-hmm. play as much, but uh Sam really stepped it up and and played well, I thought, throughout this in least the games yeah, yeah. that I watched. If
1: We would have had Landon this year. That would have been really nice. A
2: game changer. That
1: would have yeah, been huge. Game changer. Even if Johnny Chamberlain would have been healthy. That's Johnny true. hasn't seen much. Johnny hasn't seen much playing time, but Johnny is one of the most electric running backs we've ever had at Wisconsin yeah. State since I've been here. He just needs a chance.
0: So there's a
3: lot to look forward to next year. Yeah. No, there's a lot yeah. to
0: look for. On paper, it's it looks pretty good. The offensive line situation is something. question. Something we got to look at going into next year. But uh, are on there paper, really
1: ha- are there class, seniors on the line? I'm two. assuming two, two seniors. Two. Both yeah. guards slash center. Definitely interior. the best offensive line.
0: Yeah, time. the interior of the offensive line is. We'll see. We'll see how a guy like Tanner Weinfurther develops. Yeah. How Hunter He's develops. Yeah, Tanner he has has too. had
1: flashes. It's just finishing. I love, watching consistent. I love watching him try to run in space. Yes. <laughs> it oh, is. It's it is fantastic. Sometimes. It's great. He does move well. For being as big of a guy mm. as he is, he does move rather gracefully. I will give him that. Who have been your surprise players of the season so far this year, Greg? Ooh, surprise players of the season. Not a lot of
0: guys surprised me, but I think there was a lot of guys that other people didn't know about. You know, like Devon Moore I, on the defensive side of the ball did not surprise me how much of a monster he is.
1: I would say that surprised me the level of which I knew Vaughn had the potential but to see it in his first full season on the defensive side mm-hmm. of the ball that was pretty crazy. Um I would say Cole Liberty surprised Big. me especially when I saw he got when he got hurt early on mm-hmm. in the season I was like that's going to be tough if he can even play like who knows how long this is going to last. And a
0: foot injury with a guy who's already has speed
1: problems. And who has had a terrible foot injury. I remember yeah. in a spring game or one of the games winding down last season he broke his foot and he described it as his foot literally like his toes touching the top of his foot is what ugh, he said he felt. Ew. It was like when he said that I started dry heating. It was yeah. terrible. Like oh, But uh I mean Kenneth Sanders has played really well in yeah. his time on the field. On the offensive side I would lean toward like Jalen Schleicher. I think he's Big really time. he's really put it together these last few weeks. But I would say also like Connor Schultz and Tyler Anderson, mm-hmm. they've been huge, huge cogs in the offense. That I, mm-hmm. you know, I de- didn't necessarily expect the production out of them, despite not having you know the touchdown numbers.
0: I think Tanner Grant surprised a lot of people <sighs> early on in the year. I think he, mine. you want to go ahead. Darn and we'll it. Go ahead,
4: go ahead. I mean, he you has stole my take. Five touchdowns and only nineteen receptions. So
0: yeah, especially in those first
2: two games, Tanner Grant was like unreal. So he's like the Warriors version of Aldrick Robinson. Yeah.
0: Yes. Romario Gale, the MVP candidate. Remario Gale is a yeah. guy who surprised me a lot this year too. I think
2: he's—he
0: was a ball hawk the first half yeah, of the he season. He's been able to break stuff up. He's just got um,
1: unlucky down the stretch because he could yes. have had like three, three against Tana.
0: Yeah. Isaiah Hall is another guy who, you know, I knew he was have a b- pretty big special teams impact. I thought not that he would be a liability at corner, but I didn't think he would be as shut down as he has been. That I mean, dude's good. A-
2: that dude's good just based on his confidence. Isaiah Hall. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got
1: amazing feet. He does. He's so quick. I think he's, I think he's pretty good like at that, drawing the flags that, too. He has got an awesome, he's, he's really good, underrated part of oh, yeah. people's mm. games.
3: Got to be able to draw the 15 yards.
1: <laughs> it's because it's because <laughs> he's five nine and like a buck forty five. So he yes, can, yeah, he, you know, just the slight push, he can you know, yeah, turn it into a. He's back got to run
2: around in the shower to get wet kind of guy.
0: I, I've never I've heard, heard that, that, heard that expression yeah, yeah. in my life. No, he's <laughs>
2: just a tall, skinny guy. I mean. The Why would elucid? he have to it's run? Why can't nine. he duck? Wait, what? You say he's the tallest. No, he's got to run around in the shower to get wet. It means he's so he small that he has got. It, the... fits between oh. the passing of the water coming down. I guess it depends
3: down. on your shower head. I just imagine. That was a like, great joke, and that <laughs> <laughs> went
2: over all of your heads, and I'm really I'm disappointed. Sure that, I'm not sure that was a great joke. No. Yeah, I was, <laughs> okay. that's a,
0: If you have to explain the joke, is it yeah, a yeah, great joke? I
2: just have a group full of subpar intelligence people.
1: First of all,
0: you're on a sports show. You should know that we're all
1: meatheads. I watch Rick and Mark. Morty, too. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you uh, you dry humor intelligence man trying to get out here and mess with the vibe here on the Sports Rundown. Sorry. So looking at the the senior class, um, wh- what has the senior class meant to Winona I State? It. Okay, you Tyler, I'm literally going to kick you out. Tyler just farted and just like waved it into someone's face. I'm going to need you to take a second, take a deep breath, and start acting like a normal person again. All right, we're good. Okay, so looking at the seniors... Yeah, it, it's like having a child in here, Greg. So looking at the seniors on this team, what do they mean? I mean, they've been part of kind of the transformation process of this Winona State program, you know?
1: Yeah, no, they've kind of had to ride the wave the whole time. They came when the program was kind of at its, like, lowest, mm-hmm. and then they've kind of seen it rise back to the top, especially last year going to the yep. playoffs, having a 10-2 season. Um so, you know, I think this is a group of, like, a bunch of glue guys. You have, like, mm-hmm. leaders like Mike Ferrante, Nick Pridgen, Colin Valley. Obviously, those are big guys, obviously. Um, but then you have guys like Elliot Cox, who's been yeah. a guy who's had some injuries that have kind of, like, slowed him down as his career has gone on, especially his knees. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's always been a leader, always a high morale guy, a great mm-hmm. practice player, a great teammate. Um, obviously, Greg Rooney, he's played a lot of football, at tight Absolutely. end position, a lot of special teams Underrated over in,
0: in how much he is a, is a factor in pass protection and in the run game.
1: Yeah, no, he's really a key. When they yeah. when they keep him in pass protection, he's really gets put on an island. Yeah, and f- you know our tight ends really never practice pass blocking no. whatsoever. They never take one on ones, anything like that. And he's really done a pretty good job outside of you know getting thrown to the wolves. I believe was that the Duluth game. Yeah. I think he kind of got thrown to the wolves at that point. But he's done really good in that spot. And then obviously other guys like. Isaiah and has already had a huge impact despite mm-hmm. only being here for two years. Max Mueller, two-year mm-hmm. starter on the offensive line. So this is a class that, you know, they have their fingerprints all over this Warriors team. Yeah.
2: I think once you, you kind of lose a few of those games and you realize, you know what, we're probably not going to make the playoffs, uh, getting a postseason berth might be kind of out of the question. That's yeah. when you really see the impact that the The Senior upperclassmen, side, yeah. the seniors, have on this team is how are they going to leave their legacy with these young guys mm. and kind of groom them and get them ready throughout the rest of the season and into the off season to have these next guys up get ready uh, to take their part and being that leader and kind of passing the torch on as well. And I
0: think the perfect example of of what this senior class represents is is we thought after the Duluth game that Winona was pretty much mathematically eliminated from any sort of playoff contention. Mike Ferrante comes back the next week and wins the individual sledge against Southwest Minnesota State. So uh, good on you seniors. All right, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to talk about the NFC North. Doug Westerman is going to join us for the football talk there, and then we're going to talk about the Blackhawks. Firing Joel Quineville after three Stanley Cup championships. All coming up on the Sports Rundown on 89.5 KQAL.
4: I'm Rachel Ray, and food is not only the way I make my living, it's how I spend time with my family and friends. It's hard to imagine true hunger. But sadly, one in six Americans don't know where their next meal will come from. They're your neighbors, your friends, your co-workers. Visit feedingamerica.org hunger to find out how you can make a difference. I'm Rachel Ray, and together we are Feeding America.
2: A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.
5: More and more colleges
2: are offering support for a more and more diverse student population. Next time in The Best of Our Knowledge, we'll talk to someone who served as Chief Diversity Officer of schools on both coasts. We'll also hear how Jewish students are socializing and spend an academic minute with the politics of the headscarf. I'm Bob Barrett. That's this week on The Best of Our Knowledge. The Best of Our Knowledge can be heard Friday afternoon at 1235 on your radio alternative in Winona, KQAL.
0: Buck, if you don't know what this song is, you might be fired. Crazy Train. Bye. Ozzy. Osborne. Okay, perfect. Welcome back to the Sports Rundown on 89.5 KQL. Patrick oh, Rowe. Oh,
5: Buck is going to stay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Patrick Rowe joined by Tyler Jeffries, Austin Buckwaller, Barry Allen, Greg Off, and joining us over the phone on the way to Rochester. It's the program director. Make that the uh, general manager here at KQL, Mr. Doug Westerman. Doug, how's the ride? Barry
5: Allen, there's a Barry Allen sighting that wasn't in class, but now I've seen him, which is good. I like that.
0: Doug is one of my
3: teachers, and I missed a couple of classes here and there, and all of a sudden he thinks I don't (coughs) go anymore. But I do.
0: Okay, uh, Doug, can you like confirm how much here or there is?
5: Here or there, I think in Barry's world it's three or four.
0: Three or four? Two. Yeah. Tops. Two tops. Okay, I'm gonna go that.
5: You've been to class two times.
0: That's not nice. true. I've been there Whoa. way nice. more than
3: two nice. times. He's nice. taking the
2: Tyler Jeffries approach. Nice. I do not want to take that approach. No. <laughs> well, you're on the right track, so <laughs> no. I'd start switching things up. So, I'd also like to so defend 20, myself. Twenty, 20
5: twenty-five ahead. minutes ago. Twenty-five minutes ago, I'm in the studio downstairs, and Tyler's like being all sage and fatherly. You know, dog. If you drive with one ear pod in, you know that's okay. But if you drive with two, that's distracted driving. It's like. Okay, I'll just drive with one in.
2: You know don't how don't worry about it. You know And know then how. All of
5: a sudden I'm listening
2: in and you're passing gas in my studio.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <and laughs> it's
2: it definitely not the first I time and leave. it probably won't be the last
0: either. And he's waving it in the face of Buck over <laughs> he here. turned up on me. I was like, "What the Okay, Although so, you know, I think he bred some intelligence into Buck because Buck finally guessed a song correctly. You
2: know how you, coming, you tell your dog care. like not to eat out of the garbage, and it knows not to eat out of the garbage, but sometimes it still will, and you have to like reprimand yeah, yeah. it a little bit? That's kind of the po I know what the right thing is so to I do, have, but sometimes I might need a little guidance little in the right direction. Yeah, a little guidance to, back in the right direction. We're going to stick your nose so. in poop
0: is what you're saying. Interesting. Put your nose in yeah. some poop. Okay. All right, so the NFC North is probably the most contested division in football, to say the least. We've got a big Lions-Bears matchup coming up this weekend. We've got a Bears fan here in the studio, the one and only Greg Off. Um, What have you seen from the Bears that has had them such a big step up in Mitch Trubisky from year one to year two?
1: Well, I think it helps that we have an offensive-minded head coach. I think Matt Nagy is a really good play caller. I think he brings a great system over from Kansas City. Obviously, we've seen the disciples of Andy Reid have success. Obviously, Doug Peterson Mm -hmm. leading the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Obviously, what they're still doing in Kansas City with Mahomes. Um, what I really like is the variety of formations he brings out. Mm-hmm. I think that's really the next level. You know, we run formations. You know, we'll run trips, and we'll have Trey Burton as the second guy in the slot. We'll run him where he's the solo guy on the opposite side of the field, and then we'll run him as a wing mm-hmm. out of the backfield. So I really think that's that's really helping Mitch out. He's getting different matchups. He's seeing a lot of different looks. Um, but I think you know his ability to run, I think, is helping him a lot too. Um, you know, they call him Mitchell Vick sometimes back in Chicago. Mitchy okay. dual threat. Um, that's tough. So that's I know a little bit corny. I don't really like it, but I think that's, that's a big part of his game. Now he's just a little bit of uh, he's got that underestimated athlete to him. You know, mm-hmm. that grittiness, I don't know. There's something like me, so, so, yeah. like you, <laughs> like Doug. Yeah, exactly. So I think, uh, I think as he gets more confident, I think, you know, the ceiling for him is just going to continue to grow and grow. Doug,
0: if you are John Gruden right now, sitting in your office huh. in Oakland, California, and you're watching Cleo Mack. Obviously, he's not on as much of a tear as he was the first four weeks, but he is still lighting up the league. How are you feeling right now, Doug?
5: Um, I'm feeling like I'm stealing. Yeah. Right. Yes. And then I'm I'm feeling like I don't know why I just didn't even like go and visit the guy during the off season, trying mm-hmm. to try and iron things out. And then getting back to the NFC North theme, I don't know why the Bears, Packers, or Vikings didn't sign
2: Des Bryant.
0: Yes, that's huge, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
3: Did we find out how much he signed
2: for?
0: I'm not sure if that's disclosed. yet. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, either. I still haven't seen Who cares? cares? Yeah, but I mean, they I,
2: Des Bryant's
1: overrated. I think he can still contribute. Though. I think. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. He yeah.
2: Does. If you uh, think a two or three, those three teams.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you're a team like Green Bay, who basically your only true viable threat is Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb is marginal. Everybody else is a <laughs> rookie. Having that veteran leadership on the in the wide receiving core, having Des Bryant there, would be
2: huge. Why would what, did? Would you, if you were the Vikings, would you sign Des Bryant to be your third wide receiver? No. Because that's what he would be on the Vikings. wouldn't be worth it. I He's too much of a head yeah, case. Yeah, but too, but too much He logic. wouldn't play it. Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs, Diggs was hurt
1: just for one game. But Thielen's dealing with this calf injury now, too. Yeah. I yeah, think got Des would be week. good. I don't think you have any consistent contributors out of the slot. Treadwell's a head case. Yeah. And then, I don't know, <sighs> that Robinson guy's all right. Chad all all
2: Odric Robinson does is catch John
1: touchdown Bebe. passes. I
0: See, here's the thing, though. I think Des is chasing a ring. I think he's made it pretty clear that he's chasing ring. He's and New to Orleans to, is the perfect spot uh, yeah. to go right I now. I, yeah. they I don't know what a However, fit last, than time I, LA.
5: last time I checked, last time I checked, I think the Vikings were in the NFC Championship game last year. I don't know.
4: Exactly.
0: I believe you're correct. Yeah, so, you got rid of the best quarterback in the league, Case Keenum, <laughs> the guy He God. got benched. He did get benched. I think. I think the Broncos are a place where quarterback goes. Quarterbacks go to die now. Peyton yeah, Manning Elway's whiffed
3: yeah. on uh, quite a bit of them.
0: Yeah, I think John Elway could suit up right now for the Broncos and be better than anybody that they've suited up for a his while. biggest mistake Maybe was trading Tim Tebow. Can you repeat that
2: on on air? Did no, you just say I'm his serious. biggest mistake yeah, was trading Tim Tebow? should have kept Tim Tebow, had him play – But back up under Peyton Manning for a few years, learn some things, and then set him free. He would have been the best quarterback in the NFL. He still can't throw the ball. Yeah, Yeah. and there there would have been
0: there would have been such a big media. I love this take by you, by the way. But there's (laughs) I there would have been such a big media circus. Like people would have like claimed on ESPN that Tim Tebow should start over Peyton Manning because he's the future. You know that would have happened. Mm -hmm. No. Do you remember what ESPN and all those media sites were like circa 2011? It was really stupid.
1: It's nauseating to think about. Like. I and I used to watch it non-stop. Yes, yep, non-stop. nonstop. nonstop. Listen to Sports Nation, listen to Colin Coward uh-huh. and Michelle Beadle talk about First Tim Crush Tebow Michelle being the, Beadle. Being the third yep. string QB on the Jets, yep. running with in a t-shirt minutes. in yes. the rain. Yes. Yes, I remember that. Doug,
0: do you remember <laughs> that media cycle with Tim Tebow? How awful was that?
5: I well, I mean, after that playoff win, it seemed pretty legit. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, and that's what that's what I remember most. It was that that snowy night in Denver with the uh-huh. first play in overtime. I think it was against the Steelers. It was, and yeah. I, and I think I think there's some legitimacy and it. Pains me to say this to Tyler's point, where if you keep Tebow <laughs> and you bring in Manning,
2: you can groom Tebow. I mean, who, who
5: who
4: who better to learn from?
2: Yeah, no True. kidding.
4: And Tebow would be willing to
2: do um, it. Tebow won games. I mean, yeah, the guy wasn't the greatest quarterback and in the face of the planet, but look at how like he won football games. It's not a beef that I have with Tim Tebow. I think it's a beef <laughs> that I have with the
0: idea that you yeah. can have Peyton Manning and Tim Tebow in the same locker room and the media doesn't flip, and it's not a huge distraction.
5: There is a history of quarterbacks who can't throw the ball that have won Super Bowls. Bradshaw. Well,
0: Mark Rippin.
1: Yeah, big time. That's good. Um, Trent Dilfer. Dilfer. Who was the guy? Did we just lose? Brad Johnson. It's great. He's cutting in and out. Brad Johnson. We got you, Doug. Are you there? Yeah. Douglas Westbrook.
5: Hang on. We gotta check the uh... hello.
0: Okay. Anyway, we're gonna.
2: We got. I can wait think We got you now. now.
0: We can hear you now. By the way, you sound great. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So looking at this, looking at this Bears Lions game once again. I'm getting back in the NFC North. Um, do the Lions need to win this game to still be a viable threat in the NFC North right now? They're never. They're not. Yes, they be do. Able to, yeah. A yes, team.
1: They, yes, they do need to win this game, yeah. but no, they can't win this game yeah. because right now the the Bears are all gas, no breaks. Mm-hmm. Khalil Mack returning from injury. Allen Robinson returning from injury. Have them for the first time in two weeks. Both those guys, big impact. Lions gave up 10 sacks last week. I don't think they can hang with the Bears this week.
0: I agree.
4: And the Bears' offense had a week off, basically. Lions are a mess.
0: Ready? The Lions are a mess. You were there at uh, on Sunday, correct, With the, for the Vikings-Lions game? Metro,
5: yeah, I, I just said Metrodome. I was at U.S. Bank State. Yeah. Oh, my
0: God. So I've old. seen a
2: couple games in the Metrodome, though, haven't you? Just a few?
0: Yeah, a couple. couple. You've <laughs> been there a couple times. Just a few.
3: Yeah, Bears will beat the Lions. Couple. Vikings will end up winning the division. You think He's, the Vikings uh, are going to win the division? They will. I can't see Metro Trubisky winning the division. I can see, see, but I don't so think Chris Mitch Trubisky Poder, is blind. winning the. You say the,
1: that. You say that now. I do I say that, that
3: now.
0: Is it'll either be. I don't think it's Mitch Trubisky winning the division, though. I think it's that Bears defense winning the division. That's what I'm
3: saying. It, it, that's what it will be. But I just, I still can't see Mitch Trubisky on top over Aaron Rodgers, Stafford, and Kirk Cousins, even with the defense. Because if I, I'd,
1: I'd rather have Kirk than Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, but,
5: what if, but what if the system works better than?
1: Yeah. That, it might. He's and and the I, Eagles I, make I a said, run with Nick Foles. Who's to say Mitch Trubisky can't do, play better than Nick Foles?
3: Right. Exactly. I wouldn't bet that he would do that, but I can see the defense carrying him and the play calling carry him. But when it comes down to it, I don't know if Mitch Trubisky can make those plays at in Week 17, I think, when they play the Vikings, uh maybe for the division.
2: I'll be out I think
1: again. the one thing that could derail the Bears at this point is Kyle Long is probably out till the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Definitely our best offensive lineman other than maybe our center, Cody Whitehair. Is I he think a guard. Losing, yeah, he's okay. playing right guard right now. Um, I think losing him could be big because he's like the veteran of that group. He's like the longest tenured bear, I think, at this point. So losing him for the season, if that's going to you know kind of mess up the pass protection, mess up the run game, I think that could maybe be the one, the one you know Achilles heel we have potentially. But we'll see. Right,
0: so the Packers are taking on the the uh, Dolphins this weekend. They're coming off two losses to possibly the two best teams the NFL and the LA Rams and the New England Patriots. Um, Aaron Rodgers looking frustrated as all heck. Um, the second half of that game just did not go the Packers' way by any means. Um, it, it looks like if they don't make the playoffs this year, is this the end for Mike McCarthy in that run yes. with the Packers?
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't believe well, who's the person? Bradshaw said he would take McCarthy over Rodgers or whatever. Wait, what?
5: That's what was been, that, yeah. uh, no, yeah. I can't remember who it was. It Maybe, was. It was. Oh! A, if somebody had to go.
2: It was the guy. Yeah. It was the guys on NFL Network who do that Good Morning Football. I can't remember which one it was, but they said if he had to pick between Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy, Probably Peter Schrager. he'd get rid of uh, Aaron Rodgers and keep McCarthy. <laughs> What? What? That's such a bad take. That's what about you? You're
0: the real
4: contrarian. Fan yeah. What
0: would you say?
2: What would I say? Mean, you're the fan.
0: Ahead, uh, you're keeping Aaron. You're keeping the most talented quarterback possibly in NFL it's a history. Tough question, I, I don't think, and I'm not going to be sit here and say that he's better than Tom Brady, but from a pure raw talent standpoint, he's not yes. even
2: better than Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Tyler, stop sending stuff to me on Dalton. Facebook, he by off the way. Brady,
4: two times. In that last game. Last time they faced, so Rogers and Brady. <laughs> I think okay. it's.
5: I, I'm not the type of. I'm not the kind of person to make uh, excuses for the Packers being a longtime Viking fan and things like that, but the league did them zero favors by sending them west to east two weeks in a row.
0: That had to
5: be a little tough Sunday night in New England.
0: Yeah, especially after you come off a long game and a game that was an emotional heartbreak game after Ty Montgomery has that fumble in L.A. I can't imagine what the travel arrangements were like. I don't think they probably ever went back to Green Bay. I'm sure they just flew right to L.A., spent a couple days in L.A. and then probably flew right in New England. And that stayed does sound somewhere. like
3: a hassle, going to Tom Brady. Going, from,
0: <laughs> going, from, going, from, going to the West Coast and then going to the East Coast? Yeah. Imagine the jet lag on that one. Oh, they should have won that West Rams one. game, too. They but. should have won that Rams game. And now Montgomery's on the
4: Ravens. Should have lost the Vikings game.
3: Oh, yeah, well. they
1: should have. I read on Twitter, what they do you should. think? What What do Packer fans think? If Mike McCarthy's out, is Urban Meyer, does that spark Ooh. any interest for Packer fans? Lincoln Riley. I think name? Lincoln Riley's got to end up on I the I think Browns. he's going to Cleveland, yeah. He's got to be I Cleveland. hope he
3: does go there because I would not want him on the Packers. Or I, I think, think Michael McCarthy Vikings would fan. end
1: up in Cleveland if Lincoln Riley doesn't That's end up there. Strong Doug, what do you
5: think?
0: Yeah. Urban Meyer to the Packers.
5: If I was Lincoln... if I, First of all, if I was Lincoln Riley, I would milk that Oklahoma cow mm-hmm. for as long as I could. Going mm-hmm. to the NFL from Oklahoma, bad move.
0: You make more Urban money... Urban at- Meyer,
5: I think, is going to... Oklahoma, yeah, you still have me or not? Yeah, yes. you're gonna
0: make more money in Oklahoma, is what I'm saying. If you're looking right, and then
5: I think Urban Meyer may, I think Urban Meyer may step away because of health reasons yet again after this year. That's,
1: yeah, only that's, that's fake news. Yeah, his health or, reasons are he a
5: cyst or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. He, I he, know a lady, he her name is Florida Dr. Sandra Lee, reasons. she can take care of those cysts. I think he might step away because of mental health reasons because <laughs> because of what happened over this past off season, if anything. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's Kyle a yeah. He, yeah, I don't know. I mean from a moral obligation standpoint, I do not like Urban Meyer to the Packers, but it's intriguing. It's an intriguing thought having him there. I don't I don't know because he's so much of a he seems so much like a college coach to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, how can it's he get It's very a group much of about adults. Yeah. yes, how can he get That's a the one would you rather have
3: Urban Meyer as a Packers fan or a Riley? Or, or Lincoln Shanahan. Riley? Yeah.
0: I would rather have Lincoln Riley because it, he that system and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah that system Riley. and Aaron Rodgers. Woo! Woo! I got shivers down That'd my spine scary. right now. It would be scary. McCarthy's yeah.
3: not too dynamic,
0: so not what, too worried. What needs to happen, did you just say Kyle Shanahan? That's not a bad he option. is not leaving. No. It totally it, there's, well. Here's another thing, though, is um, Aaron Rodgers, it's, it's not just the coaching. It's... The entire way the organization is run and being so soft on player acquisitions and I think letting that's guys arrogant. go and that's just saying we don't really need them. It's just a it strategy off. of how they want to spend money. You know what I mean? So that maybe they can get that big fish when that big fish right. comes up and they can somewhere. pay their own guys. I don't know. I still think they're playing free agency like it's 19, you know, 95, <laughs> and they and they just picked up. Uh, Reggie White, you know what I mean? I just don't think you can play it like that anymore. They just keep letting guys go and trading guys away for draft picks, and it, it's not working out. you got to pick some guys up in free agency. Although Jair Alexander, I think, was a really good draft really pick. Really good. Can good draft pick. Yeah. He, he can yeah, play yeah. He, against the Rams. Oh, my God. And he was this is all over. And, and the NBA Packers defense is a good. lot better. Right now, I mean, they're playing, yeah, they're, they're in the middle of the road years. defense. Uh, Clay Matthews stinks. Can I just say that? Clay Matthews no, you can say so that <laughs> Clay Matthews isn't good. AJ Hawk 2.0. They pay. AJ Hawk was, was good. AJ
4: Hawk, Hawk was, was good. Significantly better. Yeah. End of the career, they're both on the run down. Well. The,
0: the thing about Clay Matthews is you're paying him to be a pass rusher and he can't generate a pass rush to save his life, so you put him in middle linebacker and oh, he sucks at that too. That's but comical. he's like, he he's a legacy player. This is the problem with the Packers, is they keep the wrong legacy players to stick around, the ones that aren't good at football. Yeah, you have held on to. <laughs> yes, and oh, to just gotten better. rid of Clay Matthews. Or you know who else you should have held, held on to is um, Charles Woodson. He had four Pro Bowl years after he left the Packers.
1: Wow, could have he retired as. Many? Yes, wow. he was. What well, about Jordy?
0: Jordy Nelson. I see. I don't know. Depending on how much money he would demand. Because I don't think Jordy Nelson has more than another Jordy year. Jordy Nelson is the poor man's Adam Thielen. Watch your mouth, first of all, because Adam Thielen wishes he could be a deep threat that Jordy Nelson is.
5: No, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: right? Am, am I right here?
5: I don't know. Nah, son. I. Yeah, uh, I think he's a poor. I mean, Jordy Nelson is a poor man's. Danny Amendola? He's worse than Amendola. Okay, that's That's the biggest. That's
0: brutal. (laughs) That's slanderous if I've ever heard it. Oh, my gosh. Danny
1: Amendola's not good. Jalen Ramsey came out and said Danny Amendola is like the worst wide receiver in the NFL. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jalen Ramsey was like, I don't know how this guy has a job because he's really good. Yeah,
2: and Jalen Ramsey's been Jalen Burnt. Post Ramsey since <laughs> yeah. he came
1: out and said all that stuff this year, too. Has, you know. has he been, or has the team just lost because Blake Bortles is a trash bag of a quarterback? Okay, watch your mouth because he's Blake, great. Yeah, he's the goat. He's I lo- the boat. He's the boat, yeah. yeah. I love Blake, but I mean, let's, let's call him like, a spade of spade. Like Blake, a great
0: I like Blake as a person. I don't yeah. like Blake as a player. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, listen, I'm not trading Aaron Rodgers for him. The Packers might. Wh- just with why the way they. Aaron Rodgers for Blake Bortles? You wouldn't do that trade? I don't think straight up, crazy? no. I would need maybe like a third round pick, and the I Packers would have yeah. to send
1: back some picks. I think. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a firing in Chicago, and we're going to talk about Zion Williamson and Duke basketball. Doug, you're going to join us after the break, probably not. I would assume.
5: No, but Zion Williams is a beast.
0: That's good. That's that the only calm. take I that needed is. to hear right there. Thank you, Doug Westerman, for joining us. Have a very good weekend. Doug is going to be wow, that's in- patronizing. Why? That's that was patronizing. I
1: thought it was patronizing. Yeah,
5: that was patronizing. yeah it, was patronizing. it sounded patronizing.
0: Pa- it was pat. Oh, wow! Now pat- I'm being corrected. Patronizing? Yeah, I know. My
5: patronizing. Patronizing. Right.
0: When you're watching. Uh, Happy birthday! Thank you very much. When you're watching Mississippi State and Alabama face each other in Tuscaloosa this weekend, likely Doug- a close game. <laughs> likely a really <laughs> tight one. Doug Westerman's going to be there, gutting it out for all of us at home, That'll so be a we close
5: can game for two minutes.
0: Yeah yeah the, uh, Listen in. the two was probably going to get benched in the first quarter that's kind of my prediction for that game thank you very much for joining yeah. us general manager yeah. here at KQL Doug Westerman and also for everybody else we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to talk about what I said we were going to talk about All right. up on birth control either. There are more methods than you think.
5: Visit bedsider.org to compare all the choices brought to you by Bedsider and the Ad Council. Bedsider.org.
2: More and more colleges are offering support for a more and more diverse student population. Next time, at the best of our knowledge, we'll talk to someone who served as chief diversity officer of schools on both coasts. We'll also hear how Jewish students are socializing and spend an academic minute with the politics of the headscarf. I'm Bob Barrett. That's this week on The Best of Our Knowledge. The Best of Our Knowledge can be heard Friday afternoon at 1235 on your radio alternative in Winona, KQAL.
0: This is, again, all-time pep band song. Top 17. Top – a clean <laughs> top – is it 17 out
1: of 17?
2: Yeah, no, uh, 16. But Best pep band song, 25 or 6 to 4 by Chicago. That's not what a bad is, one. Oh, that, no, that, 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 that's it? a good one. That's a good one. That's 25 a good pick.
1: or 6 to 4 is a great one. That is a good pick. Welcome to back good.
0: to the Sports Rundown at 89.5 KQL. Thank you to Doug Westerman for joining us for our football discussion. Patrick Bro, joined by Tyler Jeffries, Buck Wallert, Barry Allen, and football analyst here at Winona State – one and only former Warrior offensive lineman Greg Off. He got a really long title there and yeah, the yeah, rest yeah. of you Talk didn't get a title. I'm
2: glad Doug agreed with me to a certain extent on my Tim Tebow take there I like with it. Peyton Manning.
0: I see, but I, I think that's logical if Tim Tebow is not Tim Tebow and Tim Tebow doesn't generate so much like media attention. You know what I mean? Like he's a, he's, he's gonna just be a different case. Yeah. He just Watching
1: it's Tim Tebow nice. and
2: the Broncos, that was the only time I ever cheered against the Vikings. I went to the Vikings-Broncos game. You cheered for and Tim Tebow? I wore my Tim Tebow jersey to the game I because I was it. that much in love with I loved Tim, Tim Tebow. It was electric. I love Tim Tebow. That from your game high school, was sweet. First of all, I
0: love watching running quarterbacks and watching him plow over people and win in the fourth quarter was fun. And watching Matt Prater send up a prayer seven out of eight times was fun. He should have been a fullback.
2: Tim Tebow, yep, tight end. Or t- yeah, Patriots wanted Patriots him to wanted him to play, to him tight play tight fullback, yeah, yeah. and he said no. I want to play quarterback. Wasn't
4: it not because his muscles? I swear it was because his mu- his throwing motion got thrown off because of his muscles got too big in his arm or whatever, and he couldn't throw wasn't it. leaning. His, his, yeah, his throwing
2: motion was triple, like that in high school. I think that's starting lefties. the next spring in Triple A with the Mets. So. He's gonna be in the MLB. No, it's gonna absolutely. happen. He's gonna get called no, up to the show. Well, awesome. Only,
1: only because it's the Mets. I think he's still yes. dizzy. Only from yeah. Ball. It's the Mets I would buy the show. Just the, for the
2: Mets are only a couple years removed from the World Series. Yeah, but the yeah, Mets are the Mets now. A that while. was
1: with RA Dickey. Settle down.
2: Yeah, that dude was a dog. He's gone,
1: Come on. Now. Was he on that team? Yeah, yeah that dude. Was I don't a think RA was, Dickey was on that team. No, he was not. He was on the Twins though. That was Syndergaard to Grom, Matt Harvey, and the other. Who's the other young guy? Oh wait, Matts Stephen Matts. Those guys were all just killing
2: it. Yeah, Daniel Murphy was just hitting bombs against yeah. the Cubs in the oh ALCS.
1: Or NLCS, excuse me. Who was
4: Dickie on? Was it the Blue Jays then? Or I think he is, yeah, because yeah, I think he won the Cy Young
1: oh, for the Mets God. in, what, what was it, like 2014? Something like that, yeah. And then yeah. he got paid by the Blue Jays. Oh, now he's okay. retired, I think.
0: Alright, so looking over, we're actually going to talk about hockey, guys, which is remarkable. So I'm I'm oh going to talk directly to Greg Off right now. So the Blackhawks are are having a tough season. Indeed. And they fired Quinneville, yes, the head indeed. coach who has won three Stanley Cups for this organization seems like almost like an end of the era kind of situation going on right now in Chicago. Just immediate visceral feelings right now about what happened.
1: So the Hawks were just outside the wild card race mm-hmm. and but we had lo- we, we lost we've lost like five or six straight at this point. and uh, I really don't think he's the reason. I've, I've always thought it's the GM and I was a big fan of the GMs, uh, Stan Bowman. Um, but he's made some poor decisions. If you go look at what this Blackhawks team could have compared to what we actually have, like the decisions that have been made, it's brutal. Like this team should still be in the middle of a dynasty. We should still be at the top of the central. So when I like I woke up to the news that Q was fired, and mm-hmm. I, I was in shock. I was in shock because I, I, I think the new coach is fine. Uh-huh. The guy from the AHL, Jeremy something with a C. I don't know how to pronounce it, so I don't want to butcher it um immediate credibility i think he'll be right exactly um so i don't want to um butcher it but he's a newer face in the game joel quinville plays an older style of Mm -hmm. hockey and he really isn't willing to adapt obviously we're going to bring this new guy he's going to utilize the speed we have a little bit more hopefully he's more familiar with a lot of these guys because he's coached them in the minors for you know a few years now these lower end guys um But I think the Hawks are still in trouble because Stan Bowman gave out all these contracts with non-movement clauses. Yeah. So guys like Brent Seabrook, who's on a massive contract, definitely isn't worth it anymore. We can't trade him. Um, A lot of these guys, like Artem Anisimov, he's a third-string center. He's one of the slowest guys we're going to put on the ice can't move him Mm -hmm. um Duncan Keith you know I love Duncan Keith if there were ever a situation where we wanted to trade him although you know I don't want to he has no movement clauses and Kane and Taze are making 12 million a year Mm -hmm. so 24 million of your cap is locked up plus these guys who aren't part of that 24 million you can't move big Mm -hmm. chunks of your cap you're shooting yourself in the foot so the Hawks are going to be in trouble I think you know for you know the next couple years likely to come and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Stan Bowman the GM loses his job at the end of the season is that so. more common in NHL for have for players to have the non movement clauses? I mean for, still for little, your
4: if you're
3: good.
1: If you're good. Yeah. Yeah, typically. But I mean the Hawks have guys who are obviously fan favorites, but the Hawks are just so good and have such dedicated fans, yes. especially in the Chicago area. You find a lot of bandwagons right. the further and further out you get. But especially around the Chicago area, like Nicholas Jalmerson the guy we traded to the Coyotes, mm-hmm. who if we would have kept him and signed him to this long term deal and moved Seabrook, it would have been a harsher move to take. But it would have made a been a much smarter move for the Blackhawks going forward. Yeah, but so. the Ho-
2: see, here's the thing: is the Hawks sucked last year too? Though they had the third least points in the entire Western Conference.
1: Without all right, Corey Crawford was also out. Corey a majority of Corey Crawford's a bum. Don't. Oh my
2: goodness. Corey I'm, Crawford's
1: a bum. Don't. You, you can't say that. You cannot say that Corey Crawford is a bum because he has two <laughs> Stanley Cups. He's a winning goalie in the NHL. He's a top ten goalie when healthy. If you watched him when he came back from injury this year, he would. He, the Blackhawks are still going to make the playoffs. Yeah, this, this season. year?
2: No, not. I would argue against. We're that.
1: one game out of the wild card. I mean, losing key I mean, things, but we can still do it's it. It's
2: super early in the season to really tell what any team is going to do. I mean, obviously, in hockey, yeah.
1: In Yeah, big time. Are you you, a Wild fan? Yeah. Is Devin Dubnik a better goalie than Corey Crawford?
2: uh, I think it depends. I mean, Devin Dubnik plays really streaky as well. There's times, I think right now, through the first 14 games that the Wild have played, he's played uh, some of his best hockey, but you'll see it when the Wild go through their uh, yearly 18-game slide, like they do, depending on where it is in the season, but it happens every year. Uh, the guy looks like garbage. I think that Alex Stalock guy who didn't play his first professional hockey game until he was like 30 something, who he's the guy's like five, six, he's like the shortest goalie in the NHL. He's garbage. I don't like him, mm-hmm. but it's hard to tell. I mean, you can go through and you can name four or five Sad. teams in the NFL or NFL NHL that are going to be good every year. Uh, the Penguins are going to be good. The Washington's going to be good. Nashville. For the Mm -hmm. through the past few years is is always good, and San Jose are always going to be good. Other than that, it's hard to tell. It's teams randomly every year, and the the thing about hockey too is more teams make the playoffs than don't make the playoffs. You're actually in more exclusive company if you don't make the playoffs in the NHL.
4: The Blackhawks got their Brad Stevens, and that's all I have to say.
0: Really? Do you have any evidence to back that? Uh, they are
4: both the youngest (laughs) coaches in the league. And uh, Jeremy Colleton is about to trade all of their stars. If even though he said you can't really, because no one wants them. But and they can wave the players can wave their no. Get draft clauses, picks. So. Jews, yeah, gonna get draft picks, and they're gonna be up on the
1: up and up in four or five years. Oh, that's quick. The Rockford hogs the AHL affiliate, we have done good down there. He's mm-hmm. had some good players, and granted, we ended up trading away all those good players that he used to work with. Guys like uh, Philip Deneau and uh, Brandon Peary. He plays for the Panthers now. He's like he's like five nine. He's a tiny little electric scorer. Um, but, God, it just pains me that the Hawks are going through this because th- we started off the season, we were like 5-0-2, like on a point streak, mm-hmm. and I thought, like, oh, Hawks are bad. Well, especially, think- you know, Crawford playing good, and then just inexperienced, especially in that, like, fourth-line group, and then especially some of those defensive pairings are just brutal to watch sometimes. I think with the Hawks, too, uh,
2: coming off uh, as bad of a year as they had last year and as good as that team has been over the last, uh was it, 12 years... Uh, they have that expectation for success with the Hawks where you hold them up to a higher pedestal than you would uh, your average NHL team. I don't really start getting excited about the Wild until about five games before the playoffs because I like to see how far they can drop before they get into the playoffs and how bad of a run they can go on. But the Hawks, you expect them to be in the playoffs every year and you expect them to be a top team not only in the Western Conference, but in the entire NHL year in and year out. And when You have as bad of a season as you did last year, and you start kind of slower this year. I mean, people are going to have that quick trigger uh, and try to get them them to where they should be because you have that high expectation
1: all the time. And I think I'm hoping the Hawks can do the Bruins model and kind of rebuild on the run because after Mm -hmm. Boston had that big run and went to the Stanley Cup and won it, they kind of fell off within like two, three years after Mm -hmm. that. They fell off pretty hard but they're back in it and they rebuilt on the fly in like two years, just making trades and, you know, smart moves. They fired their coach. Um, So hopefully, you know, the Hawks can follow that model and, Get back to the top. That's do what you, I said, man. Do you have a thought here?
4: That, that's what I was saying, man. Trade for picks. <laughs> next, Brad Stevens.
0: There's a running joke here. For those, for those of you unfollowing, Buck knows absolutely nothing about hockey, yeah. and he likes to research things right before the show and try to drop <laughs> knowledge bombs on people. And normally they're cheap hockey.
4: I am cheap. That's gonna be. Kind of that's the running <laughs> can I joke steal, here. Can I steal no, that absolutely title. not. So we what can about add it to uh, your? What is another? I gotta have What some. is your title?
2: <laughs> 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 what what I'm about the Duke football. Blue Devils? I feel like, yeah, I feel like I should. That's what we're get getting like to Jack here. of all trades. I know title. we got we got Swiss, nine minutes. I'm trying. Swiss to... Army
0: Swiss
4: Army. There you go. Okay, I'll just be buck. He's just here. How about that? Okay, cool. All, all
0: right. right. So Zion. He's just here. So guys, Duke basketball is a cheat code right now. Oh, it's unfair. And Zion Williamson looks like an absolute, just a freak. I mean, he looks like the best. Possible draft picks on LeBron James. Is there anybody they can beat Duke? No, no, no. Probably not.
1: No. No. no, not I want to matchup. There's no matchups, they right? They play Kentucky, and it looks like the Harlem oh Globetrotters. God, yes, yeah. did. so against the Washington Generals. That? Yeah. Even even Cam Reddish, he's not even getting the shine because Zion's such a freak. Not even yeah. talked about that dude can stroke. He he's got one of the yeah. smoothest shots. I think he's going to go to the NBA and have a top five shot. Oh yeah, there's no way that kid's 18.
4: Duke has four top 20 prospects. Kentucky had three. And that's how bad of a game it was. There's no team even close. Oregon was the next team with two with Bull Bull, and I can't remember the other guy's name. But,
0: like, there's no competition. There's no way.
4: Tyus so, Jones' little brother, Trey, Trey Jones. Jones. Yeah,
1: and he's he's one of the guys, a free yeah. ball.
0: Ugh. Zion is just on another level, guys. I mean, I, I remember watching. I think we all watched, like, on Twitter, like, his highlights from high school, and we thought, oh, this yeah. guy's going to be a heck of a ball player in college. But did anybody expect this streak that he's had thus far? I
1: mean, what he looks like. Everyone, I remember there was a period on time where Twitter, everyone on the internet was like, oh, he, he's he's chubby. He's too yeah, heavy. Right? He's too fat to play. And then I see pictures of him. first Deuce's first uh, photo shoot. He's flexing, and I'm like, oh, my God, this man's chiseled. He looks like Ben Wallace damn near. <laughs> yep. To put and, this in perspective, oh, LeBron James, 6'8", 250. Zion is 6'7", 285. Yeah, they, they were it nice. on the broadcast this all guy. day yesterday. He'd be the second-heaviest player in the NBA behind only that- Boban, Who's seven foot four and has like five pounds on him, which who's is gonna insane in for 18 front? years old. He mm-hmm. hasn't even fully developed yet. It, it's madness. Oh. Here's a hot madness. take. Glorious hot take, nickel. hot take, hot take
0: alert. Old school. Oh, is <laughs> this the
1: Zion's not good take? No, this yeah. is the
2: Zion was the second best player on the floor in that game. I mean, that that's game. true. Oh, yeah. R. Behind RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett's, Barrett's okay. going to be the number one draft pick in the NBA. Yeah. All right. Put it down here. in ink go Let's get him here. wolves do you want to continue you want to back that up i'm actually interested in this well the the guy's incredible the guy the didn't guy play don't know any any of the like the preseason games so this this game against kentucky was his first game he played 32 minutes shot 50% from the floor as a, uh, an off guard like a the three position player uh four rebounds six assists i mean this guy's a matchup Freaking nightmare, two six seven two zero two. So he's he doesn't have that big frame like Zion Williamson does. He's so a he, big guard. So he's a big guard. He can guard positions one through four. Yeah. Maybe not a, a five guy who's got the the weight down there on him and some height. But this guy is uh, a matchup nightmare. I mean, he's coming in from Canada. Lots of great players from Canada coming into the league. Name some. Uh, Stephen Ash. Andrew Wiggins. (laughs) Now, Andrew Andrew Wiggins is the worst player in the NBA. Mark it down. Anthony Bennett. Anthony Bennett is a dog. How many T Wolves
1: fans do we have in here? Do we have a decent amount of T Wolves fans? Three. How do we feel about, like, over a year later? How do we feel about the Jimmy Butler trade? I was the only one who cried
4: in that room, and everyone thought I was dumb. No, dude. Why would you trade (laughs) Zach Levine? Zach Levine
2: is going to
3: be the best player in the NBA for you soon. That is my boy. I love it. Yeah,
1: I have a, I have a Zach Levine t shirt, but it's a misprint instead of Levine, it says Lopez, but it still has the number eight. So <laughs> that's great. Love that's it. fair. <laughs> Is it
0: bought from AliExpress? It was from
2: Deco Burlington Coat
1: Factory, who I would seven. expect higher mm. quality from.
3: Really? Yeah. So well, you went in there,
1: bought a
4: jersey, and t-shirt?
1: realized t-shirt. it was I mean, uh, it was seven dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It was I a jersey. Was it a it jersey? Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen me in my thick wolves jacket? I, have not. I got this like a hundred dollar wolves jacket, but the the people who made it put NFL on the zipper. So I got it for five bucks. Who? How'd
0: That's you bargain fun. them
3: down
4: like that? It's That's Dunham a... Sports. If you guys have ever seen one of those or whatever,
0: you must Dun- be a real Dun- Dunham Sports. Dunham's,
4: Dunham's whatever it is.
0: Dunham Sports. Never heard of it. Never heard of her.
4: Okay. All right. So <laughs>
0: is Zion, Zion Williamson? How much of an effect can he have immediately in the league? I mean, he's a phys- He's a physical player, so I don't know if he he can be like you know shooter like a shooter like Trey Young in today's NBA can walk in and just start popping shots and be fine. But Zion in the league, what is what does that look like year one? I the, haven't watched the enough dude's Zion a that he dog. Looks like. The, the he dude's he wrong, a
2: dog.
1: Actually, I, guess. I mean yeah, he's a the, dog, the, the, the guy
2: gets all the recognition because he can jump out of the gym and he dunks really well. Yeah. Like that's cool. But that doesn't translate a little bit. That yeah, doesn't yeah. translate yeah. into the NBA. Do you you need to be a complete player to get into the NBA and to be able to excel yeah right away.
4: I'm, I'm I'm saying Blake, Blake Griffin.
1: Griffin. Blake Griffin's a solid. And comp. Then, he, yeah. then the shot even, will come like Blake even Griffin's Aaron Gordon. Him. If you want to yep. go a, a tier are solid lower, those comps. I th- he's I feel like Zion is already at. A, Aaron at Gordon's a little Gordon skinny.
4: Level. This guy, I mean, no one his can first can, college bucket him, was a three. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So he can he, shoot he can a little. Shoot. I mean, that yeah. Th-
2: but if you watch any of like that, I don't know if any of you have that ESPN Plus, but that yep. that Duke stuff that they're doing with them. There's a part where Coach K says that every player on the roster. That is on Duke's team should be able to shoot to me able to make a standstill three pointer. So it yeah, doesn't what's, surprise you me. You know what's that,
0: crazy about that is he was talking about that comparing it to the dream team when he was coaching the dream team. and yeah, like and none of those guys. And Kobe
2: oh. Bryant said, "I've never shoot standstill three pointers." He yeah. goes, "You will. I, I'm always double teamed." Well, you're not going to be double teamed when you got LeBron James and Carmelo yeah. Anthony and Chris Paul. And Boogie Cousins and Anthony Davis and, and Kevin Durant. And
0: How <laughs> yeah. crazy is that to think,
2: though, that a college team can be compared to an Olympic basketball
0: team? I just, I just got be. a hot
1: take right here. It's How far mindset. is Duke going in the Olympics? What's that? What's up? Is Duke winning gold in the Olympics right now? Mm. If Ooh, we said yes. Duke instead of Team USA. Oh, yes. my God. What? Yes. No, You guys yes. are I think on something. <laughs> yes. No, Coach can crazy. guys seen Australia? Duke? I was going to say Australia. Australia or and Spain, Spain. Spain? yeah, Dude, are still going to hang with us. Greece, I don't know if we could win gold. I think we would have we a chance medal. at medal. I think we could medal. Duke would, beat, would, Duke would at... beat the Cleveland Cavaliers okay. right if you now. If you take this, you get this Duke team. You can take three Duke alums from the NBA to go with you. Or is that team winning gold? Yes. Yes. I would not say the Duke, a Duke team
4: would win a medal. And I, cannot, I wouldn't even say the Duke team could beat an NBA team, honestly. I don't think they could. We're not they, I them. don't think they could, but I
1: think the think international that, pool is different.
0: Yeah, I think that most international teams are not as good as any saw NBA LaBelle team. We Ball I think
1: so? win an international league championship. That's a good point. So... He's pretty so, good. He's yeah, so good. in not good. Good. That's what I'm Olympics
4: at that point. Then just international league championship. What's that? No, no, no. no, no, no. I'm, say-
1: I'm still saying the Olympics, oh. but I mean, I think, I think they'd have a shot to medal. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't think it'd be on. The I think that'd be insane. crazy. It'd be crazy, still, but still, I think
4: because even good. I'm not gonna lie. They had Luol Deng and Gorg and Gorgi Deng, and I can't. Luol S- Deng See, plays the for France. Though. Oh, yeah, here's yeah, the problem. Here's
2: you're right. You're right. Is right.
0: you can start naming like you can say a country and you can name a person, but. When you name the American team, it's yeah, like, okay, those yeah. that's like the Mount Rushmore yeah. basketball players every single time they touch the floor. You know what I mean? Like five or six of the best NBA players opted out of being in the last Olympics, and we still won gold.
2: All right, before we quit, Dream Team or the 2010 Olympic Team? Who would win? Seven-game series. The, okay, it's, the Dream okay. Team,
1: all of them in their prime are them as they were on the Dream Team. Weren't they old? They, they, they were, were. because they this were. is magic out of the game. This is Larry Bird with a bad back because I think the Dream Team, yeah. all in their prime, is likely winning. But if you're playing them as they are in 1992, I think our 2010 team is likely wiping the floor with them.
0: And also, how are we? How is it? Uh, how is it officiated? What is era? it officiated like it's 1992, or is it officiated like it's 2010? Officiated like now? Like, like you guys now? Are
2: thinking way too much into no, it. No, it's no, not. not. No, this no. matters.
0: Because I almost feel like it's become – and, you know, this is a cliche in sports right now. Straight up,
2: Dream Team versus 2010, Rucker Park street ball rules. Who wins? Oh, Dream (laughs) Team. (laughs) The Dream Team wins. Yeah, Yeah, because Larry Bird's about to bop someone in the face. Exactly. Larry
1: Legend. I I I think Larry Bird would be lower on the list of people who would throw punches first. I think Chuck